You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode 280. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today I have another coaching conversation with you. Now, the reason that I put these on the podcast, one is because we talk about topics that are really relevant. The topic today is about how do I, how am I successful on a vacation, which I think anybody who has ever counted macros has that question because guess what? Life is not cut and dry. Life is not always predictable. We have vacations, we have parties, we have events, we have going out to eat, we have going over to a friend's house. And each of those moments is a moment to kind of question, you know, how can I do this the most successfully? So this topic about how to be successful on a vacation is a really pertinent one to anybody who's going to use the tool of macro counting. The other reason that I put this on the podcast is because we get into some coaching and some some shifts in how you think about vacationing and how you think about these, these moments that go a lot deeper than just giving you recommendations about how to estimate or how to you know, figure out what you're going to eat or how to plan ahead, right? Those are, those are all great. There's nothing wrong with tips and tricks, but they don't ever get to the root of what is actually going on or the root of why you haven't been successful on vacations in the past. And that's what we do during this coaching call. So this is a coaching call taken from our current round of Macros 101. Um, We have a fantastic group of women. It's been really, really fun to coach them. And Camille comes on and asks a really great question about how how am I going to be successful on this trip to Chicago? And so we get into some really great coaching around that. I do talk about the feed plan, which if you're a Macros 101 alumni, you know this concept. It's in module two. I teach you about exactly how to create the feed plan. I'm not going to go into detail into it in the episode. I do teach a little bit on it, so you're going to hear a little bit of that. But what I really want you listening for is the shift that I'm having Camille make in her mind about how she is making decisions. And that's really that's really a game changer when it comes to feeling like you can be successful in lots of different circumstances in your life and feeling really empowered to make your own choices. Now, Doors to Macros 101 are currently closed, but if you want to get on the wait list so that you are the first in line, the next time that we open Doors to Macros 101, you can go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist and put your name and email there and you'll know when we open up Doors next. Inside of Macros 101, this is the type of coaching, the deep transformational style of coaching that you will receive in the program. And it's what really sets it apart. It's what sets my coaching, my program apart is that we don't just stick with basic tips and tricks that you can get off Pinterest or get off Instagram, but we actually dive deep into a lot of this deeper work that is really going to make the long-term change for you. So let's dive into the coaching that I did with Camille. So, um, I've been doing really great in tracking and it's been going really well. I'm proud of myself. In a couple of weeks, I have to go um, to Chicago to see my family, visit family for a couple of weeks. And I'm starting to get a little nervous because 
I've been doing so well and I don't want to go backwards. Okay, cool. Awesome. Have you gone through module two yet? Yes. Okay. So you know about the feed plan? Mm, I don't remember now. I did it like month, like a long time ago. So remind okay. me. So I'm going to direct you definitely go back to module two because I teach what's called the feed plan. And the feed plan is going to be very helpful for any time that you have some sort of unplanned, spontaneous, out of your norm um, event. Um, and so it's going to be a really great framework for you to get to get in the right headspace, to create a plan of attack, to create metrics for success um, for something that's coming up. So the first thing, and we can kind of walk, walk through it a little bit today, because I think it actually would be beneficial for um, everybody to kind of experience this live. Um, the first question, the F stands for feel. How do you want to feel? So if I ask you the question, okay, um, you're going to go on this trip in a couple weeks. It's, I don't know, let's pretend it's two weeks long. So let's, let's take you out into the future. It's two weeks. You've just finished with your family. You get home and you're like, I am, I, I that was great. That was like, that was a great trip. I'm really happy with how it went. Um, what feeling are you, are, are you feeling in your body? What emotions do you have that, that would, that are you're trying to create at the end of your experience? Yeah. So I want to feel as though I didn't lose control. Okay, great. Um, I want to feel as though I didn't succumb to any pressure to um, eat too much, eat out too much. Okay. Um, You basically like made your own decisions. Yeah. Okay. Um, the more specific we can get, the more successful you're going to be. So how, how will you know when you've made your own decisions? Like what, what is going to tell you when you're doing something because somebody you're succumbing or versus making your own decisions? Yeah. So, you know, so it's in Chicago, amazing restaurants, amazing food. I always want to go to my favorite restaurants. I always want to go to the newest restaurants. Right. So, um, I guess, um, it's hard because, for example, my mom will be like, do you want to go to whatever? Some, you know, let's say like a cheeseburger place. And it's like, I do want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here again for six months, but I don't want to go. And then I feel there's this weird sense of like obligation almost <laughs> to my mom okay. to go to these restaurants or um, what. Talk to me more about this obligation. Um, it's I, let me help you. If I don't go to this restaurant, then what? If I don't go to this restaurant, I'll feel like I missed out on some great meal. Um, if I don't go to this restaurant, I'll feel like I missed an opportunity to be with family. I don't know when I'm going to be gonna be, like going to be back here again. Okay. Um, it's just a missing out, I guess, feeling. Okay. So it's interesting to me. So those are very different um, experiences because you said that it was an obligation to your mom, but the first thing that you gave me was missing out. And that was like, that's for you, right? That's a, you're missing out, right? That's a thing that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that you gave was like the, you know, missing out on time with your family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, those are two different experiences. Those are two different things and they kind of need to be dealt with differently. Um, which of those would you say is more of a pull for you of feeling like you're, you're getting pressured into something you don't want to do? 
I'd say the missing out for me is more right. so than the family. So like missing out on like, Hey, I won't be in Chicago. I can't have this cheeseburger. Cause it's the only place I have it. And if I don't have it now, I'm going to be missing out. Right. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay. So that's, that's going to take us in a different direction than the, than the family thing. So, um, we often have this experience where we, and you guys all know this experience where it's like, I want this thing, but then I can't because this thing, and it becomes this push and pull between two parts of yourself. That's like, I want results. And I, but I also want a cheeseburger (laughs) and feeling like you have to decide between them. And there's a push pull between those two parts of yourself. It's like the devil and the angel. Then it's like, which one's going to win because you are both of those uh, parts. You can't ever win. When we get in the battle with ourselves, you will always lose. Okay. So we got to change the game because it's an unwinnable game that you've put yourself in, which is why you feel like I'm going to do like, I want the cheeseburger, but I also want results. And I, now I'm in an unwinnable game because if I choose one over the other, then I, a part of me loses and it's right. unwinnable. Okay. So we got to change the game. One of the best ways that I like to change the game is to ask myself, how can I have both? Because so often our minds go to this binary. It has to be one or the other. And uh, when we expand our mind a little bit and ask ourselves the question, how could I have both? Then that becomes a very powerful framework to start to work from. So, we're going to start really broad and we'll get more specific. But if I asked your brain that question and I said, Hey, Camille, you want to enjoy the cheeseburger that you could only have in Chicago and you want to have results. How could you have both? The first thing that popped into my mind when you said that having both is like, have less of it, have half, have the burger, don't have the fries, have the, you know, pick, pick, one or the other, or just don't eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And how does that feel? Um, it feels great now until the cheeseburger is sitting in front of me. <laughs> what do you think will happen when the cheeseburger is sitting in front of you? That will be different. I might eat the whole thing. Okay. So, but would that be a choice that you're making in the moment? Yes. Yeah. So I think another thing that's really important, and it, we do this a lot to ourselves where, um, and this is why as you go through the Macros 101 content, I talk so much about like intentionality and choice because a lot of us have had the experience in the past where we don't feel like we get to, we don't have power in our life. Like things happen to us. Um, the, the hamburger just gets eaten rather than turning it around and really understanding our power in being able to affect change in, in our behavior and in how we do things and owning that choice. So what I'm saying, Camille, is you told me that one of the things that you wanted was to not lose control. You can go to a burger shop, have a plan and say, you know what I want? I want to come out of here not having lost control. My plan going into this is to eat half the burger and half of the fries. That's my plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. You get in the moment, you're loving this cheeseburger. It's like everything you ever wanted. You're not going to have this for another six months. You're super enjoying this and you can make a conscious choice and say, I came in with the plan to eat half. I'm really enjoying this and it's worth it to me. And I want to savor this moment. I'm going to choose to eat the other half because I'm a grown ass woman and I can make my own decisions about what I want to do. And I still leave feeling like I didn't lose control because I made a choice and I'm owning that choice. But what so many of us do is we go into the thing with go into the burger joint and we say, I'm going to eat half of the the burger. We get to that point where we don't even ever make a choice. We just eat the rest of it. And then we feel super guilty and we walk out and we're like, I, 
why didn't I stick to my plan? I'm such a loser. Like, why can't I get my act together? Like all of this stuff. And it wasn't, there's no intentionality. There's no choice. There's no ownership of your ability to make a decision. And that's when we feel out of control. We start to feel powerless. Like we can't make changes in our life. So when we create a feed plan, what's really important, and you guys are going to go through the content, so I'm not going to repeat all of the content because it's really good content to go through, but you're going to create a feeling that you want, and you're going to create a strategy of how you're going to create that feeling. Recognizing that again, what you really want is not to lose control. So the question isn't really like, do I eat half the burger or do I eat all the burger? It's like, can I be in a place where I'm making a decision and I'm owning my decision Mm -hmm. in the process? Yeah, it sounds like um, it's so like I've gone places before and eaten half and like felt really proud of myself and it felt really good, but I never went into it with intentionality and I never went into it with like a certain headspace. Sure. So if I'm hearing you and understanding correctly, it's sounding like you're saying get your mind right. Yeah. Before going into it. Totally. Yes. And so as you go through the feed plan, one of the most important parts of creating a feed plan is the D, which is the debrief process. So what, what often happens when we go through these experiences as we go, it's probably not new for a lot of people listening to be like, I'm only going to eat half of the burger, right? I mean, we've probably done that before, but the problem is, is that a lot of times we'll go in and then for whatever reason, we end up eating the whole burger. We didn't mean to, we felt really bad about it. And that's the end of the experience. And what you're missing is that debrief process, which is where all of the lessons from that experience are gleaned. And so if you never stop and do a reflection on that experience, talk to yourself about what went well, what didn't go well, what was unexpected that you didn't, you that came up in you that maybe you didn't weren't anticipating or whatever. If we don't ever go through that debrief process, what we end up doing is creating the same cycle over and over and over again, because there's a lesson present that we have been unable to learn because we never reflect on the experience. And so um, I love to coach people through, through feed processes and through that debrief process, because whether or not you come out on the other side of that burger experience, feeling really good or feeling like, Hey, that didn't go how I wanted it to go. That debrief process is go, it, like, that's a win in my book because now we can debrief it and we can, we can either say, Hey, this worked really well. I'm going to use this in the future. Or, Hey, I went in with this plan. Some things came up that I wasn't expecting, but now I'm aware of them. And the next time I create my plan, it's going to be a better plan. And then I'm going to debrief that one and it's going to be a better plan. And when we come in with that ex- expectation of, Hey, I'm just, I'm just learning a little bit. Each time I go, each time I go to the burger joint, I'm learning a little bit more. I can create better plans in the future that are going to allow me to be more successful. So what I don't want for you is to put a, put like all the stock of like the pressure on yourself that like, this has to go perfectly. It just is an experience and there's lessons to be learned. And however this experience goes, you're going to go in, you're going to have a plan. You're going to have a feeling you want to create, but then we're going to debrief that process and we're going to learn from it. So if I went in, if so, I go to this place and I say with intention, like, I'm going to eat half a burger, half the fries and I do it and I'm successful at it and it feels good. Mm-hmm. What, like, what would the debriefing look like on a, I mean, obviously it's personal and different for everybody, but what would a, what would a debriefing look like on something like that? Well, I actually walk you like there's a debrief process. 
that oh, okay. I walk you through inside of the modules. Like I give you that, that process, but okay. essentially what you're doing is reflecting on if it went well, like what caused it to go well? Mm-hmm. You know, can I identify that I went in with a certain headspace, kind of like you alluded to before? Mm-hmm. Um, can I, when, when I was asked a question of like, Hey, are you going to eat that, that second half? I had in my mind, like my decision ahead of time, maybe that was really beneficial. Or I went to this place when I was making that decision. Like you're just, you're just doing some self-reflection on the tools and techniques that you use that were really beneficial to you. And of course it's going to be different for everybody. It doesn't really matter what's beneficial for Stacy. It's like right. when I make a decision with my goals in mind, it turns out really well. So then now I know that's something I can use in the future to be able to continue to be more successful. And is this something, because I just, I know I'm going to be there. My schedule is going to be different. I might not be able to make my omelet I make every morning for myself or whatever. So is this something that I could do continuously while I'm there? Because I might have to do this like 10 times, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what, what I recommend is creating a feed plan for the whole time. Um, you're going to create, like, I want you to think about the feeling that you want to create at the end. And then what I recommend is, especially for like a longer vacation like this, that you do like a mini debrief every night, right? It's like a reflection of like, how did today go? What went really well? What threw me for a loop? What can I learn from that experience? And how can I apply that to the next day so that you're not waiting to do the debrief until like two weeks later it's gone by. It's more of a like, let me just check in with myself. And some days are going to go, you're going to be happier with some days than others. But again, it doesn't, if you have a day that it's, it's not great and it's not what you wanted, that's fantastic because now you get to go glean those lessons. So And, and those lessons are everything in order to allow you to be, to get to that place where you're successful hundred percent of the time. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So what I would love for you to do is to go back through module two, specifically where I talk about the feed plan. Um, I believe it's uh, module 2.5. I'm looking at it right now. I think it's module 2.5 where I, I talk about that. Um, So create a feed plan and then post it in the group so that we can help you kind of refine it or, you know, figure out if there's like some missing pieces. And then that really important point is when you come back again, post it, either take it to a coaching call or post it in circles so that we can help you like do that debrief process yourself. But then I'd love to like invite you to be able to be coached through that as well. Cause a lot of times we can help you to find um, lessons there that maybe you didn't realize in first glance. So post it um, to receive coaching on it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Thank Feel you. Better? Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope that that podcast episode gave you and that coaching conversation gave you a little bit to chew on and to maybe think about and consider about how you can be really intentional about and own the choices that you are making in your own journey. Because let me tell you, it is a game changer when that can happen. If you enjoyed this episode, will you do me a favor and take three to five minutes to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on? That really helps the podcast get pushed out to and find the right people who would be interested in listening to this podcast. I'm always grateful for people who consume free content and then look for a way to give back. And one of the best ways that you can give back as a content creator is to either share the podcast episode or leave a rating and review. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hey, friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. 
head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast, see some behind the scenes and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.